Welcome podcast listeners to week 18, season 2 of the Lone Road iRacers podcast with me your host Guy Robertson. And we have had some more amazing news this week from the iRacing gods that they have received and got the IndyCar licenses back. The podcast is all about IndyCar tonight. We're going to look back at what iRacing has achieved for uh, their simulator and as the racers, and a little bit of the history of IndyCar. So this was, to some degree, uh, maybe something that we all thought maybe in the pipeline anyway, with um, all the hype about the decline of motorsport games. However, iRacing at IndyCar are pleased to announce a multi-year licensing agreement officially reuniting the two legendary brands. The relationship, which dates back more than a dozen years, also includes Indianapolis Motor Speedway and the return of the hugely popular iRacing Indianapolis 500 to the gaming format special events calendar. This annual event has historically drawn thousands of participants who race in a virtual version of the world's most iconic race, known for its 200 laps of pure speed at the the racing capital of the world. The community event allows sim racers from around the world to get a taste of what it is like to race at the famous oval at the Brickyard. The return of a license has been highly anticipated by iRacing members and IndyCar Series fans alike. The IndyCar Series and the Indianapolis Motor Speedway are racing properties that need to be included in iRacing, iRacing President Tony Gardner said. There is no better way for fans to experience sim racing than on iRacing, and whether it's the IndyCar Series, Indy 500, NASCAR's Brickyard 400 or IMSA's Battle on the Bricks, there is nothing like racing at Indianapolis. I am so pleased to be able to bring these events back to the iRacing community. In addition to the rebranding of IndyCar Series events on iRacing, members will have access to series content for private events and leagues. We are very excited that our most avid gamers and fans will have full access to the IndyCar Series through this licensing agreement with iRacing, said Ben Hendricks, IndyCar's senior manager, eSports and Emerging Virtual Experiences. They are long-time partners and we look forward to official IndyCar series racing on iRacing for many years to come. The new license agreement between iRacing and IndyCar includes more provisions than previous literations, allowing more flexibility to run events and series. Highlights include returning of the iRacing Indianapolis 500, IndyCar Series branding for series on iRacing, multiple leagues to run IndyCar Series events on iRacing, license extension for of Indianapolis Motor Speedway. The licensing agreement goes into effect immediately and iRacing members will see the rebranding of series, cars and events over the coming days. Details of the iRacing Indianapolis 500 will also be available later this month. Well, that's absolutely amazing, wonderful news for uh, the IndyCar enthusiasts um, around the globe. 
who uh, participate and have missed it on the iRacing service. Um, and I I was on iRacing uh, last night and I was already seeing a 167 lap IndyCar race in the series events that were available to us, uh, the iRacers, last night. So already the work's begun getting IndyCar back to us, the iRacers, now. I want to th- personally thank, you know, I don't know these guys, uh, iRacing for getting that back. Um, it was a big loss uh, to uh, lots of iRacers. Um, we couldn't even call it IndyCar. You weren't allowed to speak about IndyCar and iRacing due to what had occurred. But um, as they say, um, karma catches up. And yeah, we've got it back on iRacing, folks. So the next part of the podcast, we're going to look for people who maybe don't know what IndyCar is or people who do, a little bit of the history of IndyCar and why it's become so popular. Dre is the Audible iRacers companion. Want to improve your results or get more wins? Download Dre, the digital race engineer. Hit the link in the show notes for a 10% discount. Well, this section is all about the, the car that we've missed on iRacing and is back. IndyCar. LLC is an American-based auto racing sanctioning body for IndyCar racing and other disciplines of open-wheel car racing. The organization sanctions two racing series, the Premier IndyCar Series within Indianapolis 500 at its centerpiece and the Development Series in the NXT. IndyCar is recognized as a member organization of the FIA through ACCUS. The sanctioning body was formed in 1994 under the name IndyCar, sorry, Indy Racing League by Holman and Company, which also owned the Indianapolis Motor Speedway Complex and began competition in 1996. The trademark name IndyCar was officially adopted on January 1, 2011. The sport of open-wheel car racing itself, also historically referred to as Championship Car Racing or Indy Racing, traces its roots to, an, uh, to as early as 1905. It is the fifth major sanctioning body to govern the sport of IndyCar racing, following the AAA, USAC, CART and CHAMPCAR. Today, IndyCar is owned by Roger Pensk via Pensk Entertainment Corp., a subsidiary of Pensk Corporation. Pence purchased IndyCar and the Indianapolis Motor Speedway from Holman & Co. in November 2019. IndyCar name. The term IndyCar began as a nickname for the cars that competed in USAC's championship division of open-wheel auto racing in the United States, deriving from the sport's most popular competition, the Indianapolis 500. The division's link with Indianapolis soon resulted in the term supplanting the official descriptor champ car in common use and promotions. The term continued to be used in the USAC's replacement as the dominant governing body for open-wheel racing. Championship auto racing teams, which called its main series the CART PPG IndyCar World Series, despite the body not sanctioning the 500. In 1992, during an attempt by CART to broaden their uh, board membership, 
the Indianapolis Motor Speedway registered the Camel Case trademark IndyCar with the United States Patent and Trademark Office and licensed it to car as their new trade name. In 1996, Indianapolis Motor Speedway President Tony George launched a new national championship racing series, the Indy Racing League. This resulted in a legal battle over the IndyCar trademark. In March 1996, CART filed a lawsuit against the Indianapolis Motor Speedway in an effort to protect their license to the IndyCar mark after the Indianapolis Motor Speedway had attempted to terminate it. In April, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway filed a separate lawsuit against CART to prevent them from further use of the mark. Eventually, a settlement was reached with CART in which car sorry agreed to give up the use of the IndyCar mark following the 1996 season and the IRL agreement not to use the name before the end of the 2022 season. Cart returned to branding as simply Cart for 1997 and resurrected the, ter- the term Champ Car to describe their vehicles. Following a six-year hiatus, the IndyCar Racing League announced it would rename their premier series the IndyCar Series for the 2003 racing season. Cart beset by team departures and other financial issues filed for bankruptcy that year. A trio of former Cart team owners were selected by the bankruptcy court to purchase Cart's assets, which they used to recognise the, the Champ Car World Series. The two series were unified for the 2008 season with the unified series using the IndyCar series name. The dispute between CART and IRL centred on the Indianapolis 500, long considered the flagship race of the sport. From 1980 until 1995, the Indy 500 continued to be sanctioned by the USAC while being run predominantly with drivers from CART and counting towards CART standings. George felt that his opinions regarding increasing costs and revenue sharing were being ignored, while CART team's owners felt George used his influence over the USAC uh, to have a disproportionate impact on the general operation of the sport. After a number of attempts at a compromise uh, failed, IMS formed the Indy Racing League in 1994, with the series being slated to begin racing in 1996. CART had primarily sanctioned the IndyCar racing since 1979, when the organisation broke away from the USAC. George blueprinted the IRL as a lower-cost open-wheel alternative to CART, which he viewed which he viewed had become technology-driven and dominated by a few wealthy multi-car teams. The URL was designed only to run on oval tracks to promote American drivers from the midget and sprint car ranks to graduate to Indy cars the way that of Indy Racing, AJ Foyt, Mario Andretti, Johnny Rutherford and the Unsers had in the 1960s. Starting with the first IRL season, the league proclaimed that 25 of the 33 spots in the Indy 500 starting grid for cars from full-time IRL teams. In 1996, CART retaliated by scheduling what was supposed to become its new showcase event, the US 500 at the Michigan International Speedway, 
on, Menor- on Memorial Day, the traditional date for the Indy 500. The new 1997 technical rules featured less expensive chassis and the production-based engines that were purchased rather than leased. But most importantly, were techno- technolo- technically incompatible with car specifications. The IRL's early seasons consisted of sparse schedules and inexperienced teams, with a degradation in quality especially apparent during the Indianapolis 500, which saw a dramatic decline in prestige. The IRL began to draw top teams from CART starting in 2002, contributing to the latter's bankruptcy, rebranding as Champ Car in 2003 and ultimately demise and absorption by the IRL in 2008. After absorbing Champ Car, the IndyCar series became what the Car series from which it separated was and and its related European open-wheel Formula counterparts. Formula prominent car teams such as Chip Ganassi Racing and Team Pensk are frequent race winners. There is also a strong contingent of foreign-born drivers. Cars are increasingly electronic and aero-dependent and the schedule includes more road and street courses than oval tracks. On January 23, 2008, Tony George offered Champ Car Management a proposal that included free cars and engine leases to Champ Car teams willing to run the entire 2008 IndyCar Series schedule in exchange for adding Champ Cars dates at Long Beach, Toronto, Edmonton and Australia in the IndyCar Series schedule, effectively reuniting America's open-wheel car racing. The offer was initially made in November 2007. On February 10, 2008, Tony George, along with IRL representatives Terry Angstadt, and Brian Barnhart, plus former Honda executive Robert Clark, travelled to Japan to discuss moving the Indy, the Indy Japan 300 at Twin Ring Motegi. Moving that race or postpone it would be required in order to accommodate the Long Beach Grand Prix, which was scheduled for the same weekend. Optimism following meeting was high. In February 2008, IndyCar League founder and CEO Tony George and owners of the Champ Car World Series completed an agreement to unify the sport for 2008. The result was the Champ Car World Series was suspended except for the Long Beach Grand Prix. Many of the former Champ Car teams moved to the IndyCar Series using equipment provided by the league. Randy Bernard was announced as a new IRL CEO in February 2010. In 2011, the sanctioning body dropped the IndyCar Racing League name, becoming IndyCar to reflect the merged series. The new Dallara DW12 race car was introduced for the 2012 season. IndyCar collaborated with DreamWorks Animation to launch comedy film Turbo into 2013. Bernard was fired in October 2012 and replaced by Mark Miles. Driver safety has also been a major point of concern, with a number of drivers seriously injured, particularly in the early years of the series. There have been five fatal crashes in the history of the series. Compared to road racing venues, the lack of runoffs on oval tracks, coupled with higher speeds due to the long straights and banked turns, means that there is far less margin for error. Car design was attributed as a leading cause of early injuries. 
and the series made improvements to chassis design to address those safety concerns. Following a series of spectacular high-profile accidents in 2003, including American racing legend Mario Andretti and former champion Kenny Brack, as well as the death of Tony Rena in testing at the Indianapolis, the IL made additional changes to reduce speeds and increase safety. IndyCar was the first racing series to adopt the safer soft wall safety system, which debuted at the Indianapolis 500, has now been installed at almost all major oval racing circuits. The safer system research and design was supported and funded largely by the Park Holman George family and the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Well, that is the history and everything on IndyCar, folks. It's come a long way uh, from 19, what did it say, 19, I'm looking 1992-ish, um, sorry, 1994, um, to where we have it today. And as we spoke about earlier, us, the iRacing uh, racers, drivers and enthusiasts have now got it back again. So think about the history while you're driving around the, the ovals and some of the uh, road courses in your Indy car. And make sure you enjoy it and think about the likes of President Tony George who has pushed it all the way to become the Indy car we know today. Well, I hope you enjoyed the podcast, uh, listeners. Tell your friends and your colleagues and your fellow iRacers, uh, you know where uh, to find the podcast. And now, as I said last week, the the podcast has now uh, got its own identity on Facebook. So the Lone Road iRacers podcast is a standalone Facebook page now. So if you want to go and research, there's options on there for a potential being an interviewee on the podcast as well. Um, and you can, I think you can also chat on Messenger on there as well. Um, the Flyers have also now got other socials on as well. So uh, the, the podcast has got its own uh, Instagram account as well as its own uh, X or Twitter page. So you can find us more accessible now as a standalone entity um, coming away from my gaming channel. So um, that's the end of the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope to see you on the track in the IndyCar very soon. Happy iRacing. <laughs>